0: News digest 16th of November 3307 We read the news so you don't have to
1: In this week's news Finding Theta 7
0: Salvation safe as Tana loses face
1: Colonia bridge extension opens 25th November
0: Canon appeal <laughs> Finding Theta 7 The Neo-Marlinist Liberation Army, or NMLA, has been proudly bombing starports in the name of republicanism since September 3306. But things haven't been going well for them recently. They lost the support of the Neo-Marlinist Order of Madrid, they lost an election and a civil war in the Marlinist colonies, and then, at the end of July, they blew up two Marlinist starports. The bomb-making mastermind behind much of the chaos known as Theta Seven, the name he was given when temporarily incarcerated by the Empire, issued a press release that read as a bitter tirade. Why are they bombing their own homes? Why would Theta Seven kill his own people? Because they are not our homes, not my people. They are prisons, not colonies, where traitors to the cause beg for scraps from those who exiled them. True Marlinists will never stop fighting until the Republic of Achenar is restored. Shortly after this, Theta-7 chose to go into hiding, saying he no longer trusted the Enemalay benefactor. The message deciphered over the weekend 12th to 14th of November reveals that he went to the Panjabel system. After that, the remaining members of the Theta group blew up one more bomb before they were captured in Parisa, a move that resulted in Hadrian Duval accepting protection from the Imperial Senate and the rebranding of Nova Imperium as Nova Parisa. Theta-7 is one of the few NMLA members not currently held by the authorities. He's known to have bomb-making equipment. If he went to Parisa in July, he could have made use of the newly constructed Far God megaships. Maybe he's disguised as an acolyte, living in anonymity and a monk's habit until the time comes for him to let off another bomb. Perhaps the Far God megaships have been armed with bombs, ready to be hijacked by Theta 7. No matter how long it takes, it seems almost inevitable that Theta 7 will strike again.
1: salvation, safe as Tanner loses face. Renegade Aegis Admiral Aidan Tanner is likely to have some questions to answer when he arrives back at Aegis HQ with the megaship Musashi, which this week completely failed to persuade Taurus Mining Ventures to give up the secrets of salvation. If anything, the attempt seems to have strengthened support for the mysterious scientist, despite concerns that his methods and motivations are unknown and potentially harmful to humanity. Salvation has been selling a unique plasma weapon through the technology broker aboard his megaship Bright Sentinel in Merope, but the ship is due to return to Mbuni on Thursday. He has not attempted to again use his weapon of mass destruction, which he first deployed in Khornezar in September, but the Thargoid presence in four locations – the Pleiades, the Witchhead Nebula, the Korsak Nebula and the California Nebula – is increasing despite the best efforts of anti-Xeno combat pilots so the temptation must be real. Of course, the recent Thargoid invasions may have been caused by first Aegis and then Salvation gathering large quantities of Guardian technology and then by Salvation deploying his experimental weapon. But at any rate, Salvation seems safe from Aegis, at least for now.
0: Colonia Bridge Extension opens twenty fifth of November. The Colonia Bridge Extension is scheduled to open on twenty fifth of November. This will add a further twenty six megaships to the string of escape pod equipped stations between the bubble and Colonia. The frameshift drives given as reward to some participating commanders should now be in store at McDonald's Settlement and Jacques Station there have been some reports of problems adding experimental effects such as Mass Manager and Deep Charge to these drives, although Galnet Digest has not been able to confirm this. And the Saud Kruger-sponsored Taurus Beacons should finally be deployed later this week. They were delayed due to a problem with booking the megaship to deploy them. Canon Appeal There now follows an appeal by Canon Research on behalf of the Scrivener's Clan humanitarian crisis.
1: Orion University claims that the Scrivener's Clan is the living embodiment of the university's core values. Well, this is nonsense. If it were the case, then they wouldn't be playing chicken with the lives of the Scriveners and their unique cultural heritage. Far from being the actions of an organisation concerned with the welfare of the Scriveners' clan, this is clearly the action of an aggressor that has one goal only – to take possession of the Scriveners' heritage, the Knowledge core. We, Canon Research, urge that the university stop playing with people's lives and release the lock on the dredger's propulsion systems, so that the Scriveners' clan can move their ship to a location where they can gather necessary materials to maintain the vital systems of their vessel. In the meantime, the Scrivener's clan and their ship must be protected at all costs. Understandably, Members of the clan do not trust us enough to open their docks. However, we would urge all independent pilots to deliver cargo and raw materials straight into the maw of the dredger, so that the Scriveners can keep their power and life support functioning. Please bring anything you can. Water, fuel, raw materials. Perhaps you have an old sidewinder taking up space in your carrier. Bring it all. The Scriveners will be able to use it. As well as providing humanitarian aid through cargo drops, we also need tugs. We ask pilots with large ships to join forces and we will push the dredger to a more favourable orbit away from the Orion University ship. Your junk and tugging could save lives. Canon Research will not be held responsible for any fines issued for discharging cargo canisters within the no-fire zone of the Orion University megaship Scientia Eterna.
0: That was an appeal by Canon Research. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.